SAFM 104-107 nationwide, leading the conversation. So the Portfolio Committee on Public Works and Infrastructure invites stakeholders and interested persons to submit written submissions on the Expropriation Bill 2020, and the deadline is this coming Wednesday. So to get more information on this is... Um, I beg your pardon, it's not this coming Wednesday. It is uh, February the 10th, 2021. Um, Chairperson of the Portfolio on Public Works and Infrastructure is joining us on the line, uh, MP Nolita Ndombongwana, who is uh, really calling for us to be a part of this process. Good afternoon, MP, and thank you so much for making the time to talk to us. Afternoon, Pimelo and listeners. So can we then just help us with the the reasons, number one, why it's so important for us to add our our voices to 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 this appropriation bill, the uh, the, the the purpose of the appropriation bill and why it is for us to submit our comments on it? Uh, thank you, Kimelo. Uh, uh, one is that, as we all know, that in the Constitution of South Africa, uh, the Bill of Rights, there is an act that talks about uh, property rights. Yes. And then uh, you know that uh, acts to find expressions, there must be bills that uh, support those acts for the implementation purposes. And then when you come to uh, this act, which is Section 25 of of the Constitution, Mm -hmm. it then goes with a a bill and an act of 1975. Mm -hmm. That doesn't talk to the constitution that we currently have as the country, which is the one that was adopted in 1996. So the parliament then has an obligation to ensure that all the bills and acts, they talk to what the constitution is saying. Um, the, the parliament tried in 2018, but this, this, um, the bill that it presented at the time was not accepted due to that it was not um, publicized enough. And then in the sixth administration, it's one of the things that we had to ensure as the portfolio committee that uh, all the processes have to be followed. That's why we have it now. Uh, So it talks to the process that was also done in in 2018. The, The major objective of this we want to repeal that act of 1975 mm-hmm. that that talks to the processes uh, of expropriation mm-hmm. so that is why we, we we are bringing this bill and we want uh, all the south africans uh, to comment and make their submissions but we won't only stop with the written submissions. Mm-hmm. As you know, how we follow the issue of the bill, mm-hmm. we will also have public hearings. Um, we held a portfolio committee last year in December uh, 2020. And then we agreed, remember, it's usually 30 days, yes. but as the portfolio committee, we agreed that we must not say um, 30 days, we must say 60 days, mm-hmm. because at the time we had to agree what time. Mm-hmm. And then the the advert then uh, inviting submission was issued on the 10th of December in all the major um, publications. uh, And it was issued in the 11 languages, uh, uh, official languages of South Africa, that people must uh, do a written submission. And we agreed that uh, the last day must be the 10th of, of February. 
But now we are in the process of then there are going to be radio promos that are going to be done starting tomorrow. Uh, again, uh, reminding South Africans of, of this and the cutoff date, which is the 10th of, of February. This on, only refers to the return submission. We have waived because we are living in this time of WhatsApp, we have even encouraged people to do a submission to WhatsApp. There is a number that talks to uh, WhatsApp there. But the major one is that we want to repeal that Act 63 of 1975 so that the expropriation talks to the current constitution, which is the one of 1996, when it talks to... uh, uh, property rights. How are you going to be conducting the public hearings? We're going to conduct public hearings by visiting all the nine provinces, uh, Timelo, uh, and and usually again, we don't go to each and every district in the province. Um, we will go to three districts in each province because uh, we will use um, the weekends, Friday, Friday, Sunday, um, our program is going to start uh, in February, beginning March, but we'll, we'll issue uh, also an advert on that one that we are starting public hearings. In the public hearings, we are allowing those that didn't have the chance to write their submissions so that they can come and then we'll also take uh, their presentations because everyone is, is uh, accepted to come then they do the presentations, we'll visit all the nine provinces, and after that, we'll also again invite oral presentations. Those guys, they, will, they, will, they will do it, because they will, we're living in the era of virtual meetings. Mm-hmm. We'll do it through a virtual platform where people will be doing e- e- oral presentations. Not now in, in the venues, we, but we'll also follow on the public hearings. Uh, in fact, we will do them only if maybe we move from this uh, level three. Yeah. Remember, That's, last yeah. year we were able to do them, the public hearings, because we're in level one, mm-hmm. where we're allowed at least to have 250. But if we continue with level three, we won't be able to do mm-hmm. the public hearings mm-hmm. because we can't go and say we will meet only 50 people in, the, in that hall. No, that one, it's, it's not fair because many will be outside and, and won't be able to come in and do their presentations. Mm-hmm. We will we'll then uh, rely uh, on, on the regulations, national regulations as, as concerned with the pandemic that is affecting our country. Yeah, that is what I wanted clarity on. Um, we will give details to where people can send their comments and maybe where the queries can be sent. I really appreciate uh, the time you've given us. That is Chairperson of the Portfolio Committee on Public Works and Infrastructure um, speaking to us about the expropriation bill uh, and comments thereof that are requested uh, for from you. And the closing date is February the 10th, 2021. That is Ms. MP Nolita Dombongwan who is a chairperson of the Portfolio Committee of Public Works and Infrastructure. Now, there are people who have looked at the current bill um, as we know it and have some concerns. Claudette Dutiliu, uh, I hope that's correct, Dutiliu, <laughs> Senior Associate at Dispute Resolution, Cliff Dicker Hoffmeyer Inc. How do you say your surname, Claudette? 
I smell it, DTS. DTS. Okay. DTA. <laughs> okay. Lovely to meet you, Claudette. What are your concerns with the current bill? Well, look, there are quite a few concerns. Um, I've we've recently published an article, and we had a webinar discussing some of these points. And obviously, they're not extensive. Um, it, it's they're quite glaring points in respect of bondholders as well as expropriation without compensation. Um, if I can just extend yeah. that quite yeah. briefly. Yeah. Um, Section 12.3 of the expropriation bill, and I think this is what everyone is talking about, mm. it's this expropriation without compensation. It lists various ways within which people or property can be expropriated without compensation. Mm-hmm. But there's a very um, minor line that is overlooked, and it says, um, not limited to, including but not limited to. And this is very worrying because, you know, we would definitely want to see specific examples within which no compensation could be provided on expropriation. We don't really want this to be limitless. I think that as a first starting point is quite glaring. What could the the other be? Well, that's, that's what the legislature needs to de- decide. You know, we don't want... Um, expropriation to be um, abundant throughout South Africa. We don't want it to limit um, our constitutional rights. At the moment, uh, the government is trying to perform a balancing act, which is between our individual constitutional rights as well as its objectives in redress of land reform. And we don't want that to limit our constitutional rights unconstitutionally. And I think by providing that very small term, that including but not limited to, Mm. um, definitely extends that beyond the bounds of Section 36, which is limitation of our constitutional rights. Claudette, you're going to have to help us. By way of example, (laughs) what could the not excluding, um, not excluding, what could the other be? I'm just trying to think it through. What, What could the other be? Well, so say for instance, one of the terms um, recorded in the bill is that um, the expropriating authority can possibly expropriate land that is not in use. Mm-hmm. Um, and and look, obviously, they would have to follow due process mm-hmm. and serve a notice of expropriation on the owner. Mm. Thereafter, you know, attempt and decide whether or not that expropriation needs to take place without compensation. Sure. Now, the other would be, say, for instance, you know... Um, you know, people owning two pieces of separate land um, that the primary primary oh, residents can't be um, expropriated, but say, for instance, their uh, second property could be expropriated. Uh, and I think this is the cause of concern for quite a lot of people. Um, and that's uh, definitely not addressed in the bill. And I wouldn't foresee it to be addressed in the bill. I think it just needs to be curtailed in order to to meet our constitutional rights, firstly, Secondly, not to limit them unconstitutionally. And thirdly, just to give the public a little bit of um, satisfaction. And I think we're all pretty concerned regarding this bill. And just to make sure that it's not limitless in mm-hmm. its, um, its uh, limiting of our constitutional rights. Okay, that's the one issue. Another example of what concerns you about this draft bill? Um, another thing is in respect of bondholders. Mm-hmm. Um, now, it's, it's both on the bondholder side as well as the financial, financial institution side as a mortgagee. Um, first of all, and what the primary cause of concern is, 
is financial institutions are not properly defined in accordance with the expropriation bill. Mm-hmm. So this is, say, for instance, a banking institution that holds a bond over mm-hmm. a property. Mm-hmm. Now, we, we're starting off with that, first of all, that they're not properly defined. Mm-hmm. And secondly, the, the date on which the transfer of the property is taking place mm. is very worrying in this bill. Mm-hmm. So in accordance with our legislature at the moment, um, once it's registered in the deeds of office, once the transfer has taken place, mm-hmm. that is when ownership vests either in the state, which it is expropriating, or alternatively, the individual on whose behalf the state is expropriating the land for. Now, in this bill, it seems to provide the expropriation date is um, the date on which ownership vests. And now we know that ownership normally vests only on transfer in the deeds office. Mm-hmm. So now we've got a bit of a, a worrisome um, situation where a bond is concerned. Mm-hmm. Because even though Section 18 does stipulate um, a mortgagee as a as a, somewhat of a right holder in respect of the property, mm-hmm. they don't go as far as to say that the expropriating authority needs to specifically address mm. this with a financial institution. Mm. So we might have a situation oh, where, say for instance, that the proposed compensation for the land is less than what the, the bond is yeah. on the property. Yeah. Now, you know, it, it's unfair to both the bondholder as well as the financial institution because this compensation needs to be decided between all three parties, being the expropriating authority, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. the bondholder, mm. as well as the financial institution. Mm-hmm. And secondly, that underlying agreement needs to be provided for, because mm. A, if the compensation does, is not enough yeah. to fulfill the underlying yep. agreement, who covers the financial, that? Yeah. yeah, the financial institution has no security because the, the, the tr- property has been transferred. Mm. And secondly, where does the leave the bondholder? Mm. You know, this land has been expropriated yep. without, you know. Makes perfect sense. I mean, Claudette, I mean, do you think, do you anticipate that the financial institutions are going to be sending themselves their, their own submissions? I mean, that, that would make sense to me. Definitely. Mm. I think it's a major cause for concern and the starting point is they're not properly defined. Yeah. So you've got registered right holders in terms of the expropriation bill, which is a, a, an owner. It doesn't specifically say a bond, a mortgagee, mm. which it should, mm. um, and also unregistered right holders. But we foresee that financial institutions do not fall in that category. Mm. And they need to, in order to protect the bondholder, as well as the financial yeah. institution, they, they need to give proper definition mm. and adequate, um, adequate procedure in respect of that. Thank you so much for that. I think there will be a lot of discussions around this. We've got some time. So we'll come back with you, uh, Claudette, so that we can iron out some other issues that we have to be very, very aware of, because I think it's in our own interest to to make uh, comments that are, you know, informed and so on. So we will be calling upon you. Thank you so much for this. And thank you for your time. Thank you, Claudette Dittelieu, who is a senior associate at Dispute Resolution, Cliff Decker Hofmeyer, Inc., and uh, let me take a quick break. I'll be back with more. Here, there, and everywhere. Yeah. SAFM 106.1 FM in Bombela. All right, details of where you can comment on that bill. It is email expropriation bill, full word, 
at parliament.gov.za. If you want to comment using WhatsApp, you can use this number, 060-550-9848. 060-550-9848. For emails, it's appropriationbill at parliament.gov.za.